Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 61. Teacherpreneurs, how to choose your course topic. So today we're going to talk about digital courses. I've been talking a little bit about it here and there. I've been leading you up because we've talked about showing up consistently for your audience and email and branding and Instagram and all those important parts of our business. So the next logical step is, you guessed it, digital courses. So I hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. We are talking about digital courses because I'm telling you, e-learning, my friend, is in the air. And the good news about that, the good news about digital courses and e-learning and those kinds of things are that you are a natural teacher. Even if you are doing TPT or whatever you're doing as a business full-time, maybe you've even stepped out of the classroom, stepped out of the realm of being in a school, you still are a natural teacher. Like that's what you were born to do. You've just taken it to a different step now. And that's okay because that's important. That's why teacherpreneurs are the best digital course creators because you're doing what you naturally do. You know how to create objectives and essential questions and you know how to create lessons and the flow of a lesson. And can you say gradual release of responsibility? (laughs) Or what about the 5e model? There are just, these are just two ways that you can structure a lesson and you know how to do that. So wait a minute. I just thought of two course ideas right there because some people are confused about what gradual release means and the administration is asking for that. They want your lesson plans to be following a gradual release of responsibility and some people don't understand what to do or how to create plans around that or what that even looks like in teaching. That could be a workshop. And even the 5E model. Some people are not familiar with that type of thinking or that way, that inquiry-based learning. Inquiry-based learning. That's another thing that you could talk about. I mean, I can think of three topics off the top of my head. It's pretty easy for me to think of what other people could do (laughs) rather than myself. But for some reason... I don't know. I feel like it's been that way for a long time, even even like in the ideas of, of that I come up with sometimes like in my own store. I'm like, oh, this will work great for somebody else. Why won't it work great for me? I don't know why it won't work great for me sometimes. Obviously, the things that I make have worked well for me, but the the ideas sometimes I have better ideas for others I don't know I don't know why that is anyway let's get back to the point so if you are creating a digital course and that is a next natural step for you especially 
especially because you know how desperate teachers are right now and how much how much how in need they are of your help. They need to hear what you have to say. They are we are talking about actually showing up and helping our our ideal audience, our audience of teachers. So I've been talking about email, I've been talking about lead pages, I've been talking about showing up for your audience and social media and shouting it from the rooftops. I've been talking about all these things. So you are there. You are ready for that next step. So many of you already have a course idea and you're already thinking, I already know this. I already know I need to do a course. But something might have gotten you stuck and you might be not putting a course together or you might think, oh my goodness, I don't have enough time or I don't have the technology or I don't know how to use the technology or the worst imposter syndrome. Now, I understand because I have totally been there. I'm like, the moment I learned about digital courses from Amy Porterfield, I was listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast and she was talking about all these different things. And then she started talking about digital courses and how you know well that she's done and how well other people have done from her webinars that convert course that she had for a long time. And she started talking about that. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a teacher. Like I know a lot of the stuff she's talking about, but I was like trapped in this, can I really teach other teachers? And I really started to get in my own way. I started to not believe that I had any expertise or I had anything to offer. And that is, that's so not true. We all have something to offer. We all have something to give. And I'm, I'm positive that you've had a moment, especially if you are creating products and you are selling them on TPT or on your website, you have already put into the world something that helps others. You've already started that process. You might be knee high or ankle high or up to your chin or up to your neck or whatever in already creating things for others and for teachers and helping teachers have success in their classroom. And that's really amazing. And so that means that you, you're not an imposter. You are an expert on what you're creating and what you're talking about. And I think that that's really important for you to remember. Like I said, when I signed up for DCA, which is Digital Course Academy, when I signed up, the moment I signed up, I realized like some other teacherpreneurs were also in DCA and somebody really like big, huge was in DCA. And I was like, oh man, I definitely can't create a course if she's creating a course. Like her course will be phenomenal and mine will stink. And not, and I went on and on and on. And I had this immediate comparing myself, whole scarcity mentality running through my mind you have to stop that. You have to stop that in its tracks. You have to remember that for me, I'm living a life of abundance. That is the purpose. I want to make mad money so I can give generously. I am living a life of abundance, even if it feels like it's in, I'm in the middle of a scarcity. Because let's be honest, like we are in the middle of a scarcity in some situations. Like when you're talking about hand sanitizer and wipes and all the rest of that stuff, teachers are in scarcity mode for sure because there's a scarcity. But it's, and it's really hard for me to, to remember that sometimes. Like I have to remind myself like, no, this is abundance. Everyone can do well. Everyone can have their course. And it, this is just a different way for me to offer it. And luckily I wasn't creating a course on the same topic. So <laughs> that was the good news. So we have to remind ourselves that we have something to offer as well. That's why we are doing what we're doing. So I 
got to really work through that in DCA. It, Amy was a huge help in helping me see that about myself. And that's one another reason that I really enjoyed DCA so much is that I was able to kind of push that aside and, and get a little bit of more confidence in my own self. So she currently has, speaking of that, she currently has a 30-day boot camp right now. It kind of, it's free. It's it's like taking you through the beginning processes of figuring out what you want to do with a digital course. So it's free and we're going through it right now in her Facebook group. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes. But if you are driving or busy or multitasking, it is com backslash boot camp. So it's my website, trinadeveryteachingandlearning.com backslash bootcamp. And that will take you to the free bootcamp that is available and we can learn together. I like to go through these kinds of things with her even when she opens up DCA coming up in September. I like to go through it again because it's a refresher and it helps me like work through what I want to do for my own next course steps. So it's, um, it's a hop in place. I will tell you that it, it's a totally motivating, inspiring place. I hope that you come and join me inside. So anyway, so if you have a course idea, that means that you are just one step closer to that goal of making digital courses. Woohoo! But what if you don't have an idea? Like, what do you do if you don't have an idea? That's what I want to talk about today, because that is the key teacherpreneurs, this is how you choose your course topic. All right, so let's talk about what we do. I'm going to tell you that, again, inside of DCA and, and the boot camp, that every, like Amy says, inside of these two areas, she always says that everyone has a course inside of them. They just need to pull it out. So that's what we need to do for you. We just need to pull out that course idea. Because I really believe that teacherpreneurs are the perfect course creators, because you're already a teacher. There's so many things that you already know by nature that other people, other marketing people, other people out in the world don't necessarily know how to do. And you do. So let's talk about four ways to help you think of a course topic or kind of get your gears churning. The first way is I want you to think about what you already know. Like what are you already an expert at? Like what are you really good at? And I want you to remember as an expert, that doesn't mean you have to be like the knower of all things. It just means you have to know this is it. 10% more than the next guy. That's that's barely anything. You just need to know a little bit more than the next person. And maybe even had some success of your own or whatever you've taught someone else has had. You've also, they've had success. That can be really helpful. So I want to tell you this story about like feeling like I'm not an expert and then realizing, oh, well, I am. So I, I, I went back into the, to a school last year and I was a student support specialist this year. I'm the media specialist slash instructional technology integration coach. Isn't that the longest title ever? So I help teachers <laughs> integrate inst- technology, like instructional, like things that they can use in their instruction. So I went to a first grade teacher today and she was struggling with creating a video, like we have to do a welcome video and like a tour of your room in case we go online. Like we have some e-learners at our school and then we have face-to-face. I'm not even going to get started on that because it's really annoying. But anyway, so 
I went to this first grade teacher. She did not know what to do. And we we used Zoom last year, but we're not allowed to use it this year. We have to use Teams. I hate Teams. And we have to use Teams or Schoology conferences, which is another. I love Schoology, but Schoology conferences is like they have a very glitchy platform. It doesn't work very well. I don't, I it really get frustrated. So anyway, so I was trying to help this teacher figure out how to record on Teams. Well, when you record on Teams, it goes to this thing called Stream, which she didn't have access. So it was like one barrier after another. And I realized in the situation, I'm not a Teams expert. Like I don't even like Teams. I'm an Apple Mac person all the way. Give me anything Google, Zoom, give me anything like that. And I've got it, but you hand me over Microsoft things and I'm just not, I'm not an expert. But I do know so many things about like about Zoom and Google Me and things like that, that I am like, I could work my way through it. So I, I sat with her, I helped her, I showed her what she could do. And then I realized this, I wasn't even very good at teams and I actually helped her achieve her goal. So do you see my point? Like that was kind of a long story, but maybe you understand my point. Like I didn't have to be an expert to help her accomplish her goal. Now, if I was an expert, that would be even better. But sometimes like we forget about those little minor things that people don't know because we're so far beyond the beyond that point. We really have to look at their perspective. I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind. So again, you just have to know a little bit more than the next guy. So you don't have to be like an, a knower of all things. So that's one thing. One area is to really think about what you already know, what you're already good at, what you are, you know, you really feel like you know a lot. All right, step number two. Think about your, or think about the struggles that teachers are currently having. So you want to think about like the challenges or the struggles of your ICA. But in this case, that our ICA, our ideal customer avatar, are teachers. So what are they struggling with? What are, what is currently causing them stress, anxiety, heartache, and create a course to help solve the problem. I could create a course on how to navigate teams, even if it didn't have to be like a crazy, like long extensive course, it might even be on a variety of different platforms that teachers could use to meet with their kids. And that could be something that I create for teachers and teachers are looking for answers. So think about the things that where teachers are having a problem and think about how you could solve they're solve these problems. Uh, you know, how, how do they integrate technology? What are some things that they could do? That could be like the main, like the broader topic of your course. And then you kind of break it down into, into sections and don't get carried away with that. Cause you're first thinking about your topic because sometimes we get stuck on that topic for some reason. So thinking about the struggles and the challenges, you probably could answer that in your sleep. All right, number three, the third way to kind of think through your topic is to think about your profit potential. This is what I mean by that. Like, is it a profitable idea? Like, are there already courses out there maybe or books on the topic or podcast episodes or Facebook groups? Like, does that already exist? Are Like, when, for example, when I was first thinking about doing podcasting, I... I actually probably should have done a better job really thinking that through. Like, are there already courses out there? Yes, there are already courses on how to podcast. Were there courses on how to podcast for teacherpreneurs? No. 
So I was like, oh, I'll be the first one to create that. And I was all excited about it, but I don't know if teacherpreneurs were ready. So it's something to keep in the back of your mind. You really want to do your research here. You really want to think about your profit potential. If there are already courses and books, and I know what you're thinking, you're probably thinking, well, I'm not going to create one if there's already one out there. But hey, it's your perspective. It's what you have to offer. It's your style. It's you. Your audience already wants what you have to offer. So that's the good news. So if it's already exists, there means that there's a market for it. And if there's a market for it, then you can be a person to create it as well. And your course is going to be special because it's done by you. So think about that. Think about the profit potential. If people are already spending their time and their money, you know, getting those solutions and other ways, then they can spend their time and money getting it from you. All right, number four, and this is finally, and finally, what lights you up? Like what makes you so happy? It's like your zone of genius. You, it, it fires you up. You get excited talking about it. That's the thing you want to focus on because sometimes we can think about lots of things that we're good at or things that, you know, that we, that we feel like we can do well or we can offer to others. And then we have a hard time narrowing it down. So think about what really lights you up. I thought for a while I was thinking about doing a behavior management course, which I really think that there are teachers that need that. People are always asking for help in this area, but that doesn't light me up. I love to talk about like the whys of behavior and, and trying to figure out why kids behave that way and how we can correct like the overall problem. But I don't love talking about like the theory behind not doing a behavior chart or, you know, positive reinforcement. Like I don't, I don't love talking about that. That doesn't fire me up. So when I started to lay out this course, I wasn't excited about it. I kept putting it off. I was procrastinating. And I don't think it was that I felt like I had imposter syndrome. I think it was just that it's not, it's not the, the topic that lights me up. That's another reason why last year's work of dealing with behavior all year was not lighting me up. It made me very unhappy, actually. If I was going to talk about makerspace, that is totally different. That lights me up. That's exciting for me. So think about the thing that lights you up. That is your sweet spot. And imposter syndrome, be damned. I think that 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 like helps eliminate that because imposter syndrome came up a lot more for me with behavior management than it ever would when I think about like makerspace or I think about something that excites me. So remember that too. It's easier to battle when you, when it's your sweet spot. So I want you to do some homework because now I want you to think about, I want your brain to really start thinking about it. I want you to think about your skills and your areas of expertise. And I want you to think about like what you could do, what you could offer But I also want you to really pay attention. I want you to narrow it down. And I want you to think about the thing that people come to you. What are you kind of known for? Like go to you for help with integration of technology. Or go to you for ideas for how you teach an engaging lesson. Or go to you for help with guided reading. Like what do they go to you for? Think about that. The thing you are known for. And then think about what lights you up what excites you. So now if you are still thinking, am I ready for courses? Even after all of this, then I definitely want you to take Amy's quiz to see because her course is going to tell you what your, where your path should go. Should you be thinking about 
digital courses or are you still working on building up your email list? Like what is your next step? So I'm going to link to that in the show notes, Amy's quiz. And it's, you can also find it at Trina Debery teaching and learning.com backslash course quiz, one word together, course quiz course quiz. <laughs> I think I said it last week and it's so hard to say. Trina Debery, teachingandlearning.com, course quiz. All right. So once you have come up with some ideas, I want you to remind yourself that you don't have to be an expert of all experts. Like keep that in mind. You just need to be able to teach others how to do something that has worked for you or has worked in your classroom or it has worked for other teachers and you taught it to them. And I want you to make sure you narrow it down a little, break it down a little bit further. And do you have a special or unique approach or a transformation in your area of expertise? Like, think about that. And now I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to get super specific because that's very important. I was way too broad when I started thinking about podcasting. I was like, podcasting for the world. But (laughs) I needed to really think about who I was speaking to. really makes a difference. So I want you to be hyper, hyper focused on your people. Who are your people already? So come up with an idea and share it with me in Facebook Messenger. You can message me. Let me know. Let me know what it is. We can talk about it. Are you ready for some more? So grab Amy's starter kit. She has a starter kit out too. And it's at trinadebreteachingandlearning.com backslash starter kit. One word, starter kit. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.